Um, if you, I mean, you've talked on the microphone before, right? I have talked on the microphone yeah. once or twice, but Dope. it's been a while. Should I speak up? Oh, I'm, I should bring it up higher because we can do yeah. that. Yeah, that was what I was gonna say. Like I adjust as most comfortable for you. Well, I know I want to start off here with good posture, and I hope that that encourages me Ooh. to sit with good posture because that's something that you I'm working on. should yoga balls. Damn, missed opportunity. Yeah. Me, Mark. On this episode, we talk about, well, Mark, and everything that makes Mark Gessler, Mark Gessler. And Mark is a man of many interests, and a person with so much love and care, the things he loves and the people he loves. And on this episode, a topic I found we kept circling back to was growth and moving forward. We talk about his personal growth, growth within Cat and Cloud, and taking on opportunities that got him to be to where he is now, interest in working with coffee and sustainability, our wholesale program, and what our program looks like. I really enjoyed speaking to him and learning so much more about him, and I think you will too. So have a great day out there, everyone, and see y'all later. Yeah, me too. I bought these at a CVS. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Long's Drugs. R.I.P. Long's Drugs. <laughs> Not in Hawaii. I moved when I moved to Santa Cruz. Uh-huh. Like maybe like four months after I moved. Uh-huh. So I'd lived in the same house for 18 years and like out in the mountains. Uh-huh. I found a bottle of hydrogen peroxide, like for cleaning a wound, uh-huh. that was from 1991 and said Long's Drugs on it, and that made it through the move with us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you use it? No. <laughs> I wonder how like fermented that would be. I, I was afraid. I smelled it. It smelled like hydrogen peroxide, but I wasn't gonna touch it. <laughs> it would maybe like just like eat away. It probably would have maybe it like helped. really <laughs> kill your bacteria, but also like good bacteria. It'll fuck you up. <laughs> You'd become one of the X Men. <laughs> what is Wait, it? Uh, what would my superpower be? <laughs> your superpower would be. I feel like you'd have healing powers. Healing powers? Oh, what makes you say that? Um, why would you have healing powers? I think you're, from our conversations and getting to know you, I would say you're, you're a pretty empathetic person. And so, I don't know. I feel like that's, if I were to associate that personality trait in you and a superpower, it would be healing powers. Oh, I appreciate that. Oh, shit. Am I going to cry? I already am. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, but sick. Thank you for meeting with me, by the way. Thank you for so much. Thank you so much for asking me to be on. Yeah. I'm excited. Dude, I'm I'm so excited. Hey, I'm smiling right now. You can't see me, but I'm smiling. Yeah, yeah. You're missing out, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> it's okay. What? So I have, as you know, a few questions for you. Quite a lot of questions. my first question is what is something you're super hyped on right now something i'm super hyped on right now that's a good question there's a couple of things that i'm really hyped on right now dude hell yeah i'm just i'm in a like i i feel like i'm hitting a good stride between work and my personal life Mm mm-hmm and it feels really nice to have projects at work that I'm really excited about mm-hmm. and like not just see the next few months, but also be able to see like the next year of growth and projects to work on. And that just gets me excited in a lot of ways. 
And yeah, I just have a bunch of things in my life. I just got a new tattoo that I'm really excited about. It's pretty big. It's on my leg and that feels good. Shout out to Nick Vargas, local artist. He's the dude that has the stuff hanging in our cafes and did the Brad mural on our wall. And yeah, he's just rad and I'm stoked to be, I don't know, like partnering with him. That's not what you say with a tattoo artist. I'm stoked to be a canvas for him (laughs) so he can express himself and also help me connect to parts of my life that I really enjoyed. So, Dude, hell yeah. Dude, okay. This is so crazy because Tanner also gets his tattoos done by him. (laughs) And so he just said basically the same thing you did, where he feels like his tattoos tell a story and like he trusts Nick to do this for him. It's also really funny. Tanner, I got my leg tattooed. It's like going to wrap around my right shin, essentially. Mm -hmm. I got it done not this past Saturday, but the one before that. And this past Friday, Tanner got a leg tattoo that wraps around. I just saw it yesterday. We've been talking about like, oh, how are you in the healing process? Is it looking good? Which part hurt the most? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So tattoos, work stuff. Tattoos and work stuff. Aren't you going to a show today? I am going to a show today. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, Atmosphere at the Catalyst. Woo-hoo. Really excited. It seems fitting because it's a it's a sunny day and Sunshine is probably one of my favorite songs. It's in like the Hell rotating yeah. top five. You know, it's, it's that classic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm seeing with uh, going with my friends Lucas and Rob. They're like two really, really close friends from different points of life. And it's really awesome that we can all come together in this mutual appreciation of things. And yeah, I'm excited to spend, excited to spend some time with them and hang out and listen Dude, to some good music that's dope yeah it's been like such a good start to the week too this like bringing it back to the sunshine it just feels so good like i'm not gonna be the same color as my shirt it's no it's I, nice i will be tan i promise <laughs> you sh- everyone <laughs> <laughs> i will not i'm i'm incredibly pale and i burn and peel and i'm white again but and also i'm not typically the person that gets super bummed out about the gray like i don't really mind the clouds and the coverage and the oh, cold yeah, but then when that sunny day came i just felt so hyped and it kind of made me reevaluate yeah, yeah, that to- so totally yeah me beautiful. too i appreciate all all kinds of weather okay if you're a weather source no hate towards you I love all kinds of weather. Respect to all kinds of weather. I hold no ill will towards weathermen. You know, you're just Mm-mm. doing your or weather woman. You're just doing your jobs. Yeah, you know? you're just doing <laughs> like your job. Weather persons. We, we respect the heck out of you. We rely on you. Um, but dope, dope. Yeah. What are you excited about? Oh, man. Wow. How the turntable so quickly. Um, well, shit. <laughs> um, let's see. Today is Tuesday. You know, I'm really excited, you know, speaking about the weather, I've really enjoyed this, like, winter vibe and the rain and, like, just seeing it super foggy and misty. I've been spending a lot more time in, like, the mountains. Nice. So it's super nice to just see all the green and all the, like, forests and stuff. But I'm really excited for some sunshine, going to the beach more often, getting tan, and just, like, I'm just excited for, like, the days to be a lot sunnier later totally out that friends. was the time just changed and yesterday was like the first full day of it being yeah. affected me realizing it and i finished work and it was like 6 30 and the sun was still up and yeah hyped yeah so hyped i just i can go on hikes after work again like yeah enjoy. and not and not get lost or and scared. not get lost or scared <laughs> exactly because nicene marks is terrifying it, in the dark it, dude, it truly is but I'm excited. I really want to just, like, hang out with more people and just, like, chill after, like, 
we've all been working all day. Let's just come and have a barbecue or yes. watch a movie outside. Oh, I will go full dad grilling mode. Like, Let's that's do like, it. I, that's my favorite thing. If Let's... you're listening, you're invited. <laughs> oh, man, it's going okay? down. We got to find the spot. I'm but... gonna get, I'll bring my Weber right here, right at 3600 Portola. <laughs> you know, you heard it. it here first. Mark's inviting. <laughs> Open meets on Mark. Keep an, keep an eye out for your uh, for your uh, e calendar. You know mm-hmm. the Eventbrite invite will be coming yep, soon. Yep. yep. <laughs> but I would say I'm I'm more excited just to like spend more time with people and then just happy times. Summertime know? just feels like, and it's not even summertime, but I feel like as soon as the sun comes out in Santa Cruz, I'm like it's summer. But yeah. Yeah. It just feels like the time when you want to spend that extra those extra moments with the people and you yeah. have the time of day. I'm excited for all that. It's a thing of beauty. So that's what I'm excited about. Nice. Um. So. Uh, you kind of talked about it a little bit before, but you grew up in Santa Cruz, yes? Yes, re- yeah. There, there, there would be some diverse of opinions on that. So I grew up in Santa Cruz County, uh-huh. but I was out in the mountains, uh-huh. and because of where I was located, even though I was in Santa Cruz County, I was in the Santa Clara School District. So I went to Los Gatos High School, and I spent most of my formative years there. Okay. So I didn't actually move to Santa Cruz proper, or and still not Santa Cruz. I live in Aptos now don't find me. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't move there until after high school. So in 2012, like I moved down here with my family and Okay. Yeah. So it's it's weird. Like I feel like I've been from here and I've been familiar with Santa Cruz my whole life, but there's definitely some people where if you're like, You're not from here, like where'd you go to high school? And Whatever, like, man. Yeah. I grew hey, up I lo- in I love LA. my Los Gatos fam. Like, I grew up in ones. LA and I still call Santa Cruz like my home. That's like where I feel like I really connect with. So Yeah. And I'm like super further away than where you grew up. So Definitely. Whatever. Home is where you make it. Hell yeah. Podcast over. Boom. We're done. (laughs) Mark out. So you grew up Santa Cruz area. We'll just say Santa Cruz. Yeah. Santa Cruz. You were the, but I feel like it's, I really like the distinction of like, I grew up in the mountains. Like the I mountains. grew up like on three acres. There was a pond. There was like nature trees and everything. Okay. I didn't grow up like in like a, like suburban area. And I feel like that's like a fundamental foundational piece of who I am. Okay. For just sure. Being, for being sure. outside and enjoying those types of things. And this was Los Gatos? Is this was, yeah, this was in, this was like in the, in the Santa Cruz mountains. And then, yeah, it was, it okay. was like a 25 minute drive down to Los Gatos for, for high school every day. Okay. And I went to like this tiny little elementary middle school in the mountains where like my class I w- was with like the same 40 people in my grade Dope. for for those all those years. Nice. Yeah. And what were some of your favorite things to do growing up in the mountains? Oh man, I like to play in the mud like a lot. <laughs> like whether it was when it was pouring rain, <clears throat> I'd make these little like boats and I'd float them down. We had this like drainage dip ditch that went from like our neighbor's property like that runoff into our pond uh-huh. and i'd like float little boats down there i've always just like like playing outside with no intent you know just kind of like yeah hiking running around yeah used to make mud pits just <laughs> splash around i feel like i sound yeah. like a redneck <laughs> no i mean there's mud everywhere there's mud everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh that's cool what so that was like I would say when you were like more like a toddler. Yeah, yeah, like sense. little, yeah, like probably like sub eight and eight and below. Dope. <laughs> Maybe dope. eight's a little old to be playing in the mud. <laughs> Dude, nah. <nuh-uh>. What were <laughs> what were other things you enjoyed doing uh, growing up like within now Santa Cruz? Being able to like drive around perhaps now like as you get older. Yeah, more mobility. Yeah, I mean. I feel like it almost sounds one-dimensional, but I love, like, driving to new areas to, like, go hiking and being outside because it's not just the experience of, like, getting, of, like, being there and hiking there. It's the experience of getting there. Like, there's so many beautiful areas right within us. So, like, an ideal day off for me is, like, 
going, getting coffee, and then going and exploring like a new area of the mountains that I haven't seen. Or mm-hmm. I have a few friends that like will like go on Google Maps and like find like little areas out in the mountains, and then we'll just park somewhere near it and try to find it. And oh shit! Yeah, it's, it's led to some good times, some good exploration, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a relatively social person also, so I like just, like, hanging out with friends. But I've also never been the person that needs, like, an intentional thing to do. Like, Mm. I'm the most content just to, like, take a walk and talk or, like, go and, like, grab a beer and just sit over it for, like, an hour and a half and just catch up because... Hell yeah. It's always how it goes, but, yeah, I don't know. Respect. I love doing... Hanging with someone, but not really doing anything. Yeah, it's like like drives and hikes and just time to like talk and reflect are very very good. And then you're just kind of like done talking, so you just sit. Yeah, that's that's even better. Those friends that you can like just like shut the fuck up with. Yes. And, like, not not talk, just sit in the car. Yeah. Shout out to all you homies out Shout there. Shout out. <laughs> Real ones. <laughs> you know who you are. You know who you are. You know what you We've did. We've sat for three hours in silence on long drives <laughs> <laughs> and with no emotion. <laughs> Love you. Real love language. Real love language. Uh, did you ever move away from Santa Cruz? Like, where did you go to school? Yes. I, uh, I moved away for a couple years to go to UC Davis. So I lived out in the Central Valley. I did three years at uh, Cabrillo Community College and then transferred. And, yeah, which is really awesome. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, like, I've heard shade thrown at that area. And, like, every time I was like, oh, I lived in Davis, people were like, oh. And I'm like, I fucking loved it. It was great. It was, like, Sacramento is a really awesome up-and-coming city that Davis is really close to. There's a lot of, like, young cool people that live there and a lot of local businesses catered towards people of that age. The only thing that prevented me from staying there long term is the fact that it's 114 degrees in the summer most of the oh, time. No I run hot as a person already. So, you know, I, li- I like the cold environment. You need that brisk. I need that brisk. Exactly. Yeah. But Davis was great. I met a lot of really impassioned people. Davis is an interesting place as a college town because there's a lot of college towns that are known for being party places and that's kind of the the reputation around it Mm -hmm. but davis genuinely has a really strong academic and impassioned focus Mm -hmm. i'm a firm believer that if you have an interest at davis you can find a community of people to rally around like i was i studied environmental sciences and conservation management and some things and most of the friends that i made in davis that i didn't know already when we when I like moved out there, because I had a few friends that went there, were people in my major who we just started studying together, and this was like, oh, we have these other things in common too. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been to Davis very few times, and I didn't really explore much, but I, I liked it. It's, I would mostly go for just like water polo tournaments that I had, and it was mostly I would just hang around the campus, but it seemed like a really chill vibe over there. Like everyone's seem pretty friendly super chill very friendly i miss riding my bike around that town Mm. i was going on like probably 20 mile bike rides at least three or four times a week when i was there just around just doing the the green belt you know shout out to the green belt (laughs) (laughs) great bike path just i swear when you do that belt you think davis is 80 percent park because you're just going through parks the entire time and seeing all these like wholesome families and like stroller carriages and just like caravans of moms and dads and families and dogs there was a cat named CJ that like used to come up to me when I was on my bike water breaks, just laying in a field, and he'd just kind of plop up and sit next to me. Did you name the cat CJ? No, his collar said CJ on it. Oh. Yeah. I'll show you a picture afterwards. He's really, I got a great selfie with him. He's, it's pretty cute. So down. <laughs> as long as it doesn't get too close, because I'm allergic. <laughs> I'm actually allergic to cats, too. Yeah. I would like pet him like a little bit, and then I'd like wipe my hands on the grass. I'd be like, Ooh. You're cute. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly. laughs> Dude. Shout out to cats, but also no shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, I love you, but don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, what did you study at UC Davis? Uh, my major was environmental policy analysis and planning, aka EPAP. Sounds like a like a medical procedure you really don't want to get, but. <laughs> Yeah, it was really cool. It, it's one of the reasons I went to it is because it's a bachelor's of science, but it focuses more on the public planning, conservation, and political side of things, which was more interesting to me than the like hard sciences are interesting to me, but it's not my strong suit, something uh -huh. that I really struggle with. Uh -huh. So it was a good mix between being on the sciencey side, but being able to apply that to implement change in the world and whatnot. Dope. Yeah. Dope. yeah, it was really cool. And I met a lot of really awesome people there that are still like working in that field and doing things and having fun with it. And mm -hmm. it is something that I would like, that is an area that I'm very passionate about in general. And I want to go back to at some point, mm -hmm. like not in the near future, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And is that what gravitated you to study that? Yeah, I think so. I've always been very connected to like nature and outside and just, I, we, we tend to fuck that up a lot <laughs> as human beings. <laughs> and yeah. So I kind of was just curious into doing, seeing, learning what could be done to protect it and, Unfortunately, the beginning, like we have all this really awesome science and data that shows what we should be doing, mm -hmm. but ultimately you need policies and other things pushing you towards actually making it happen. So yeah. that was one of the reasons the major was appealing to me because it kind of showed what needed to get done from the like bureaucratic side of things, which isn't super interesting, but ultimately, unfortunately, really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like a side question, but do you think, or is this like intriguing or interesting? or come across your mind at all where you could kind of like apply what you learn to like coffee yeah, that's, in the future or that is now? A great <laughs> question that I have been asked a, a good amount, especially since I've moved back to Santa Cruz and started working in the cafe and a lot of seeing a lot of the regular customers that I, I worked in. I've worked as a barista in this town for a couple of years before I left. And mm -hmm. yes, that's, that is a common question. I, I want to do that. I'm struggling to figure out how, but mm -hmm. it's also like I'm so focused on what I'm doing in the world of our wholesale department, and I'm so engaged with that that it's hard to put cognitive energy into focusing on that after work. So it is yeah. something that, yeah, maybe once I get my mind more wrapped around the work that I'm doing yeah. that I want to do, but that's it's a really good question, and it is something that I've, I've been perpetually trying to figure that out because yeah, I think totally. there, there's so much waste associated with cafes in general and i can't even begin to speak to the farm level stuff because that's mm. i've never been and you know it's I'm, I'm generally not necessarily a believer in going to countries that may be in different like economic states and just being like this is what you should be doing to grow your company oh, you know yeah. i don't think that's necessarily the right approach so i would agree yeah <laughs> i think so i think it would go over poorly yeah. in general i think that would be super cool for you if like you know, maybe it's just a matter of time and stuff and yeah. just, like, seeing what happens in the future. But that Exactly. Would be and there's so much to learn sick. about it. Like, there's so much that I don't know. You know, I got an undergrad degree, and that's mm -hmm. it's something, but it's just a really a beginning. And that's totally. the thing that I've heard from everyone who actually has gone on to work in my field is how important it is to find specific areas because it is such a broad area. There's so many aspects of environmental sciences and, yeah, how it's implemented from a political Dude. standpoint. Sick. Yeah. That's super sick. <laughs> Uh, and then eventually I will be asking how your coffee journey started since we were just talking about coffee. But before that, who or what has been an influential moment in your life? Yeah, definitely 
both my parents. I feel like I've listened to this question before and everyone says their parents, but it's so true. They're like the fundamental foundation of who you are in mm -hmm. so many ways. And yeah, my mom and dad are very different. My dad's hyper logical, hyper like, like good at shutting down the emotional side of things. But my mom is super empathetic and really caring and really just like supportive. So I feel like both of them have kind of come together to kind of, and I've struck, tried to take a balance from both of them, you know, where I, I try to approach things from a logical sense, mm -hmm. but also it's kind of, we mentioned this earlier, but I do have a lot of empathy and a lot of like, I want to help people as much as I can when I can. And uh, I feel like I'm hyping myself up. I feel disgusting right now. No, <laughs> you're not. I, I brought that up. So it's true. It's no, not I, like you're like gassing yourself up with yeah, this. But yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I think what I gained from both of them, they both kind of influenced me just from different childhood experiences and growing up and like my dad was the kind of dad where every other Saturday it'd be like he'd be waking me up at seven or eight and be like okay we're going to cut down these trees or okay we're repainting the barn or we're doing this project and uh -huh. just trying to get to learn from him from like how to approach projects he's like a very projecty guy he gets super it my dad's super funny he's like the kind of guy where I'll, I'll like cook something that I'm really stoked on and I'll give my mom a taste of it and she'll be like oh that's great it's awesome and then I'll give my dad a taste and he's like <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> but then he'll come at me and be like mark the dash display on the prius broke and i get to fix it oh <laughs> he gets to order God. this special part from this guy in ohio and then i get to install it he gets super excited about that good so old roy yeah but he gave me an appreciation for like finding little things like that that give you give you joy in a way yeah. nice dude i i totally get that whole like dynamic of quote-unquote opposites i'm gonna balance each other Cause, but I would say it's the other way around in my parents where my mom's more of like the, like, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and we're going to do this right, though, mm -hmm. and then here's how you do it, and, like, we work hard, and this is what we do. And my dad, they're, they're both this way. And then my dad's a little bit more of, like, tell me about how you felt, what you did, mm -hmm. like, how'd that make you feel, uh, which is from what I hear, not very common. Yeah, that's something I didn't realize until I got a little older. But the fact that my mom could just look at my face and be like, something's wrong. And I'd just be like, no. She'd be, she'd be like, something's wrong. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> like, just that fact, that's not something that everyone has yeah. in a lot of ways. And yeah, it definitely like affects you and makes you, I feel like it makes you more communicative with about those things as you get older. Yeah. Like, I'm comfortable talking about my emotions and Dude, yeah, totally. Fuck yeah, you know? Yeah. To air that shit out. <laughs> you gotta let it out. Yeah. Also, I gotta throw my brother into the mix on this because he's just in general one of the strongest people that I've ever known in my entire life and just seeing the things that he's handled in his life and how he's persevered through them with the strong mental attitude that he has is pretty fucking badass so yeah. yeah shout out to scott for teaching me mental strength and Aww. also testing me as a child <laughs> in Aww. so many ways Dude, <laughs> as brothers do older brothers that's what they do hi alex what's up dude <laughs> <laughs> i just had a sense <laughs> that's my that's my boss and wholesale partner alex mars Sh shout out to alex mars shout out he's, to alex he's pretty Mark. great yeah he's a yeah. good he's alex, a good alex good, good friend and mentor and yeah, I'm very happy that I get to work with him. Happy birthday to Alex. Happy birthday to Alex. March 9th. Hell yeah. Ate at Sons and Daughters. The great restaurant in San Francisco. He had a tasting menu. Mm. Didn't freeze to death camping on Mount Diablo the night before. <laughs> a true champ. A true champion. Yeah. Of the people. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a good one. But dope. So how did your coffee journey start? Yes. What intrigued you to coffee? Yeah. So... I was going to Cabrillo Community College, and I worked at the van store in the Capitola Mall. 
Oh, and I remember yeah, this. Yeah, that was okay, my first yeah, job. Yeah. I'm very into sneakers and shoes. Like, I, I literally just got a little tattoo of a shoe on my on my <laughs> ankle. Like, we're not above my ankle with some flowers coming out of it. And they're just, like, a important part of that story. But, yeah, I worked in the van store for two years. And I was kind of at a point where I was starting to look for something new. But about a year into that experience, I met a friend named Josh at one of my classes at Cabrillo. Mm -hmm. And when I met him, he worked at the Zoomy store in the mall. So we were just kind of, we were both those like, like we ran into other class. He was like, what's up? And then we ran into each other at the mall and was like, oh, hey. And right around that time, he was quitting Zoomies to go work for Verve. Okay. And over the course of befriending him over that first year, you know, you, you meet someone, you don't really have a good feel. But even just in that first year of knowing him, I saw him just grow so much and get so kind of passionate about something and excited. He was always talking about how much he loved work and it just struck me as really cool. And eventually about like two years into working at the van store, I kind of realized I was feeling a little, just not challenged anymore. And you know, I mean, it was only always meant to be a part-time job, but I still try to find like value in those things. And I feel like we shouldn't just be clocking in and clocking out. But yeah, he, and he mentioned to me, he was like, Hey man, the, I'm, we are like, we're hiring. Vervon 41st is hiring. You should bring your resume in today if you can. The manager's working. And I literally printed out my resume in the back room of the van store. My assistant manager walked around the corner, Nate Delp, and he just, or not Nate Delp, Nate Gilbert. And he, he looked at me and he was just like, yep, about time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. And then I brought, brought the uh, resume over. Shout out to Lizzie Cox. She was my first manager there. Or Lizzie, she was Lizzie... Lizzie Sampson, then, yeah, mm -hmm. yes, gave the man, gave the resume to her, and that's how it all started. Yeah. Dope. And then, so, no knowledge in coffee, but you're just like I'm. No knowledge in coffee. Dope. Yeah, I had never worked in coffee. It was literally just seeing my friend grow and like be really passionate about the job that he had, and be mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe I should look into that. And as soon as I put my resume in, I started going in every single day, and I'd get a cup of drip coffee or in a cup of or like an americano or something like that, and I wouldn't add any cream or sugar to it because I didn't want them to think I was like. <laughs> I had to do they were watching and I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna take it's this and so go. It's so weird how yeah. everyone has that feeling when you walk into like a like not your a Starbucks or a Pete's or like a Denny's and Yeah. <laughs> but I do remember like I tasted coffee before and I remember having that first cup of coffee from Verve and being like, Whoa, this doesn't taste like that, but it's not it's not terrible. It's just it's different and kinda yeah. getting used to it over those first couple of weeks and getting a call back and yeah, then just going through tasting new coffees that they were putting out and doing that and actually getting excited about it and just seeing the people around me who would go in and order. It was like a thing. You'd get an espresso and just a little bit of drip coffee. So I just started doing that because I was just like, oh, I just want to fit in and be cool. And I did that. And like, even though I was like, what is this? It's super sour. And but I started drinking an espresso every day and it just tasting it and just kind of grows on you. And then from yeah. there, you kind of start diving into the deeper things, I guess. The deeper things. The deeper things. As I don't know what those decaf. deeper things are. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you had too much of the real stuff. Then now you need to transition over to decaf. Yo, shout out to decaf coffee. Shout okay? out to decaf, dude. Swiss water processing. Hell Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Appreciate you. Real champs of Ups. every year. Just patted my chest and pointed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, correct me if I'm wrong, but... So you worked at Verve, and then you went to UC Davis. Yeah. And then you came back? Yeah, I went to UC Davis, and I worked for a coffee shop out there as well, just because I was really passionate about it. But ultimately, I decided I wanted to focus on school, just because it was... UC Davis was hard. It challenged me. But oh, hell yeah. School yeah. is hard. I knew... I, I, re I had this realization when I was at Davis that... Because I wasn't working, I'd stopped working at the coffee shop, and I was like, I was, I was ordering bags of Cat and Cloud coffee because I had a, like friends that worked here, and every time I came into town, they'd be popping off and doing things or doing the pop up at Companion still, and 
I was when I was going on the bike rides that I mentioned earlier. I would, I would do those after going to class for like eight to ten hours a day and being on campus. And I'd listen to the podcast. And I very vividly remember having this day where I got back from a bike ride right as I finished a podcast. And I was just like, fuck, do I care more about this podcast that I'm listening to than I do about these classes that I'm taking? Because I think that's the case. <laughs> like, Dude, that's so real. Yeah. Yeah. And that I literally, I think like that day, I like sent an email. I had like mentioned to Jared every time I came into town, like, and I'd see him, I'd be like, I'm going to holler at you one day. And he'd just be like, holler at me, man. <laughs> yeah. I sent him an email with the subject line, Mark Gessler hollering. And it was like, uh, yeah, it was a very long, like, Hey, I'm into this. Yeah. Dope. Yep. So and I kind of, yeah, very intentionally knew that I wanted to work for this company when I was finishing up college and all my friends were like finding jobs in San Francisco with, uh, -huh. Yeah, just going and moving, planning to move there. And I was just like, I think I want to go make coffee for a while because I really love this. Yeah. And you have been here for almost two years? Yeah. I started my first day. My first day of training was my birthday of in 2017. Yeah. So June, late June of 2017. Dope. Dope. Yeah. And so then I believe only Portola was open, right? Only Portola was open, yeah. I actually moved back, like, I thought, for the first few months I worked here, I was bounced between Abbott and, because Abbott opened pretty much the week after I got back. There was the soft open there. Okay. And none of the other vendors were open yet, but I would be in there. Like, Tanner was reteaching me how we make coffee at Cat and Cloud, so I was going through some initial barista trainings there and kind of learning our bar flow systems and okay. whatnot. Cool, cool. Yeah. And then you started off as a barista. Yeah, started off as a concierge barista, mm -hmm. working in the cafe. Mm -hmm. And I, I always knew that I wanted to dive into the deeper things mm -hmm. or the kind of behind the scene things. Because I'd been a barista at that point for three and a half, almost four years. And mm -hmm. I was I was ready. I, I love working in the cafe and I genuinely miss it a ton now. Like it almost, it's, it's hard, honestly, not working on bar and seeing a lot Dude, of the regular yeah. customers. Like I really love that aspect of the job so much and i love coffee but even more i love being able to talk to people that you just see every day and are coming in and supporting your company and just making that. it successful it's a beautiful thing like honestly i feel that and so hard yeah yeah but yeah i knew that i wanted to get involved and there was a time where early on where jared and i sat down and had a conversation he was just like what are you i think i'd applied to be his administrative assistant and he was like, I don't think this is the right role for you, but I want to sit down and talk about what you want to do. And I knew at that point that I didn't want to go into cafe leadership. Not that I, I it just, I wanted to try something different in coffee, you know, not, not in the cafe. Like mm -hmm. I kind of was interested in learning how to roast at that time. And then I was also kind of toying with wholesale because I really enjoy interacting with people. And I thought that'd be a good way of connecting what we do at Cat and Cloud with others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so... Here so, we are. Here we are, yeah. Mark Gessler, I was a <laughs> wholesale coordinator. You did it, kid. Yeah, I was, I was doing dishes in the cafe one day, and Alex was sitting across from me, and he kind of, like, handed me a cup around the counter, and I was just like, hey, man, you, you're going to need help with wholesale? And he was just like, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, like six months later, I, in that time between that, I also started working in the roastery and doing mm -hmm. that, and I roasted some of the coffee for us and worked with our amazing roasting production team. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Grace, Jen, and everyone in there. They're all roastery crushing ladies. it. Too many people. The roastery ladies, yeah. I was the I was the only guy <laughs> on the roastery And team. Uncle Chuck. Was, yeah, and Uncle Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. Huge shout out. Great, great doing people great working so fucking hard. It's amazing. Yeah, they continue to inspire me. Dope, dope. And I do want to talk about a little more about wholesale. Yeah, totally. Um, so tell me, we know how you got to wholesale now. What do you do in wholesale? 
Like, a, explain to us what wholesale does, Cat and Cloud Wholesale does. Yeah, definitely. I mean, ultimately, wholesale is distributing your coffee to other businesses. And there's a lot of companies that do this. And a lot of it's just, we, we have the best coffee, and we're going to want to sell you the best coffee. And I stand behind our coffee. Our coffee is amazing. But at almost no point in our conversation, initial conversations is like that come up. Like, obviously, we're answering questions about people to people that we have it. Mm-hmm. But with our wholesale program in particular, I think it's more about building values-based partnerships that ultimately can last in the long run. Because mm-hmm. I'm all about doing features and, like, working with coffees that just want to feature us for, like, three months. That's rad. But to find partners that resonate with what we're doing and, like, believe in that and are already doing that and want to implement more things like that, like Hawthorne, Ground and Griddle, you know, Minotti's, like all these companies that have these shared values. It's just a really beautiful thing to like for them to want to work with us for that reason and not because of the coffee. Because the coffee is amazing. Shout out to the roasting team. (laughs) (laughs) But also we try to have all these other things. And because of that, I think potentially or most a lot of it because of the podcast and just Chris, Jared and Charles, like impact on the coffee industry, people reach out to us. So we've ended up with a lot of wholesale partners in different parts of the country. So now a lot of my time is spent working on a just coordinating things with them because, you know, there's a lot of distance and things like that. So that takes some logistical work, but trying to build out resources for them and just do go that extra mile to like understand that like we can't be visiting you every month. But we'll visit you when we can. We want to hype you up on our social media. We want to give you as many training resources we can. Like, Dude, hell yeah. Like guest service resources, like maybe some financial stuff. Just do as, as many things as we can to be like, okay, we're going to, yeah, we want to be, we want this partnership to last and we're going to earn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And what, what do you feel like you're, like, how do you, how does Mark implement and like you, everything that makes Mark? How does that translate in what you do in wholesale? Like, what do you think you, like? I'm really about meeting people where they're at and trying to see things from other people's perspective. So I love trying to do that with a new wholesale partner that's, like, asking for something that, not that we aren't about doing or we haven't done, or we, or, well, sorry, we just haven't done it before, you know? It's a new thing for us, you know? Like, having some form of custom packaging for someone, you know, who had that from a previous roaster and really values that because their guests think it's important and it kind of is like, we roasted this coffee for you. So figuring out how to do things like that and yeah, I don't know, just connecting with these people and being able to share the values in a sense where it's like, we know even if they don't stay partners with us forever, like some of those things will retain with them and ultimately like trickle through the industry. And Dude. Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah, I don't know. I get really excited about it. It feels like it's like, yeah, Alex and I just had like a conversation about these types of things yesterday and it just gets, it gets me juiced up. Like I feel so good about the direction that so many things in the coffee industry are heading and just how more and more places are realizing that you can have amazing coffee, but you ultimately need to be able to supply like sustainable careers and other things for people to like retain this industry and keep building the beautiful thing that it is. Dude, totally. Yeah. I really like what you said about it's it's a very realistic thing like you will have people who are uh, wholesale partners with you for an extended time and then there are people who for just a short three months or something yeah and i would assume and like totally jump in if you think differently it's like oh dang well i really wish they would have stuck around longer like we really like their vibe they liked us but you know sometimes it just works out that way you said and just now before you kind of left them with the tools or like that like intentionality for them to like grow 
or like maybe they could take something from that and adapt it into their own. It's it's very in line with our mission of leaving people happier than we found them, and I think there's a version of that where we can part ways, and there can still be we can both be good and have learned from each other and like hopefully grown. That's so cool. That makes me so happy and. Fuck yeah, man. I'm excited, yeah. <laughs> At us. Shoot me an email. Wholesale at Cat and Cloud. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> Dude, that's what we're here for. It worked for Sarah Shirley. It could work for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so to kind of add to this little conversation we were having, what about Cat and Cloud makes this special to you? Like, what about this place and what you do makes you super excited and super hyped and makes you want to like work hard even in those times where you like don't feel like you can i think it's the perpetual backing of the things that are talked about you know the it's it's like the money being it's like putting your money where your mouth is you know it's like it's like like being able to tangibly be like, okay, we talked about this, we worked out a best way to do it, and now we did it. And now we have four people that have a piece of equity in the company. And when I got hired, that was just something that was an idea that was tossed out there. And now it's a tangible thing, you know? Or being able to actually operate, engage things based on the values of the company. It's it's just, it's like the things that are talked about are real. It's not it's not just talk, because talk can be cheap, but mm -hmm. it's 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 been backed up, and I think that's the thing that perpetually has carried me forward. You know, it's like I left college, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna make coffee, but I ultimately like n want there to be more growth opportunities for this, and it's been perpetually given to me. Not to say I haven't worked hard to seek it out also, you mm -hmm. know, but it's been, there have been opportunities, you know, and like always trying to keep in mind like the organization as a whole and the different departments and just the synergy of it and being able to implement people. Like one thing that I'm like really fucking proud of and stoked on is that we, we try to go and visit all of our wholesale partners, but now we bring someone from either the cafe or the roastery on every single one because it's rad that Alex and I get to go connect with these people, but I think it gives such a good perspective to see the real-life connections that we have with them and that it's not just exchanging emails about coffee orders and accepting orders and invoicing them and shipping shit totally. out. There's actual human connections where we're talking to these people and there's dynamics and relationships and it just, yeah. Because it could be, it's, it's almost like a... An added detail, because it could very much just be back and forth email. I never really actually met the guy. I don't know what he looks like. Totally. Anything. And then making this other effort kind of just adds, like, sweetness to the whole thing. Yeah, there's a, it's a, there's a depth to it, you know? Yeah. It's not like I look forward to working with our partners. It's not like, oh, I got to connect with this person on the phone today. It's like, oh, sweet, I get to talk to these people and do these things and we're figuring out the next step in this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of speaking on the phone, <laughs> <laughs> I so there there are moments where at both cafes when I would work more often at the Portola one or now even at Abbott, where I'll see both you and Alex are like on the phone or like <laughs> on emails or something. I know you guys are working hard and I'm just like at the bar looking like, man, like they are so shredding it right now. They look so tight and official. They're like, buy, buy, no sell, sell. Like, I mean, I'm, that's what I assume. I don't entirely like invest, invest. <laughs> like detail wise, I don't know what you are talking about. I'm sure it's super sick. And from like listening to you speak, it's like 
really meaningful and very like just spreading the good news. Yeah. But what the fuck are we actually talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I just like I see you guys walking around, and here's the thing. You, would you say like working in wholesale is more like a behind the scenes thing compared to like at the cafe? Yeah, I think so. I think there's a lot of things going on that we're not necessarily talking about right. actively. And that's actually something that we want to get better about. Like Alex just, we, uh, we went to Baltimore recently to visit our partners at Ground and Griddled. Mm-hmm. Shout out to David, Dave, DJ Impulse, Francesca, just their whole team. We met so many amazing people out there. Yeah, you, like you guys the are rad. The beautiful food community. Like, For yeah, sure. the, the Baltimore fam is real. Charm City. I love you. <laughs> um, yeah, but we, wait, I completely just lost my train of thought. What were we? How uh, wholesale is kind of behind the scenes compared to a cafe. Oh, yeah, yeah, work. yeah. So we, yeah. we're trying to figure out how to be more transparent about it and like show people what we're working on and why we're doing it. So Alex made a video about our trip and we kind of were able to talk about it and share mm-hmm. in the hopes that like we're kind of. Again, going back to like synergy, which is our one of one of our values, but like being able to like share things with the rest of the company to like see what we're doing, you know, and like understand that we're not just dicking around on our computers all day and just yucking it up on the phone. And Dude, totally. Yeah. And, and that's why I brought up the sense like behind the scenes compared to a cafe setting where in a cafe, uh, a guest could come in and see like we're like we have a rush and everyone's running around like trying to mm-hmm. like crush the day. That's really easy to see. But when you see, like, Alex or Mark, like, on the phone and, like, on the computer, you know, they are working really hard. But you wouldn't know that unless you, like, ask them questions and all this stuff. And what I'm what I'm trying to get to that is, again, that I see the hard work you guys give into it. And you could see it also, too, with, like, when you guys bring or invite wholesale partners to like our team meetings and we're like oh sick and then we all get super hyped and we hype them and then we're all just super hyped and then we can't wake up the next day for our opening shift because we can't sleep (laughs) because we're so hyped (laughs) but i think that's really cool and i'm super stoked for the growth and yeah it's rad yeah do you have any ideas of how we could better share are the things that we're doing because that's i I don't know that's something that i've been trying to figure out is i feel it's weird for me to go from working in the cafe like 35 to 40 hours a week to just being on my computer for most of that time. And yeah. not that I spend 40 hours a week on my computer, you know, I'm on the phone a lot or I'm actually like engaging with people in, totally. in our company or like meeting with Alex and working out future things that we can develop. But I don't know. Yeah. Do you think there's a better way I, we could we could be sharing or doing things? Because we're open. We want to we wanna be able to like let the people know. It's very yeah. windy right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a, a, little, a little break for the wind. Um, I think, I, I haven't really, or here's my, my personal approach is if I have a question about something, I just go and ask the people. So I'll like, I'll talk to Alex and be like, what are you like, what are you working on? Like what seems really legit and a lot of like pacing back and forth. And so, um, it's hard not to pace when you're on the phone. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, do you need it some? Makes, it makes it look way more intense, but it's really not. Usually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do you need water, man? Um, I gotta get my five thousand steps in you. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I actively seek where I have a question. But I think all the things you guys are doing of like taking people on trips with you or bringing wholesale partners to the cafe or to team meetings so we get to meet them and be like, hey, we're partnered with this with these people. Mm-hmm. They're from uh, Louisiana. There's someone like from Alex went to school with. 
dude. Bearcat. Yeah, Bearcat, yeah. Um, and then posting videos and just, like, talking about what you guys are doing. I think that's super helpful. And it's super cool to know. Just, like, makes you feel like, oh, hell yeah. I'm so excited for our wholesale team. And I just want to, like... I'm so excited. I'm not going to be able to sleep now. Thanks, Mark. Woo! That's good. Okay, cool. Yeah, that makes me happy. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, but I think you guys are really killing it. And I think it's really cool that I, like, have this conversation with you because so far right now it's just you and Alex on wholesale. Yeah. So we don't often talk a lot about wholesale and our wholesale program. We're a, we're a small department, but we, we try to cover a lot. And Yeah. I definitely, I definitely see growth in the future, but growth in the sense that we'll take on people to continue giving our partners the best service that we can. Because that's always our number one goal is we want to be able to take things on that we can handle and still not deter the quality of our relationships with other partners. So Totally. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Woo! <laughs> and I have one more question. One more question, okay. And it's one I ask all the time, and I always say this every time I ask it. But I'm going to maybe switch it up a little bit and say who right now or whomst whomst is your one of or of many favorite artists and this is music wise this could be like actual like artists people we're not actual artists that sounds fucked up like <laughs> like illustrators or tattooers or um filmmakers photographers yeah, or yeah. just music totally i'm gonna have to go with my brother Oh my, shit! My brother is like a madly talented artist, and he's just—we were—it's interesting. We were just having a conversation with this, but he's been learning new mediums lately. He's getting it more in the digital side of things and digital painting, and the depth of emotion that he captures in the work that he does, and just in reference to like his life, that like you get an emotional impact out of it. But then when you know about him, it's like holy fuck like how does like he just translated so well and the things that he's been doing in uh in art school and with his programs and he has all these crazy drawing tablets and, and we just had a really interesting conversation where he was talking about how he hates everything that he has on his instagram even though it's amazing artwork and it's crazy but just because it's in more of the illustrative style and he's going more towards this painting and like con digital painting and concept art type thing yeah dude also i'm fucking heavily with anderson pack he's Freaking sick. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Yeah, Scott Gessler. Scotty doesn't draw. Go check out his Instagram, even though he's not happy with it. But I, I think it's fucking sick still. <laughs> we did it. We put you in there. Sorry, Scotty. <laughs> um, and now I just want to know, for my own knowledge, uh, as far as music goes, who's like your main jam right now? Oh, man. My main jam right now. Who have I been listening to? I might have to look at my Spotify really Dude, quick. Dude, totally. I think. I don't even know. I, I do a lot of playlists and shuffles. I'm seeing Atmosphere at the Catalyst tonight, which I'm really excited about. I wasn't talking to the mic when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lizzo. Lizzo. L Lizzo. Okay, if you haven't listened to Juice by Lizzo, you need to go listen to this song right now. It will have you feeling yourself like no other. Oh, <laughs> I'm shit. Kidding. I'm about that. Oh, yeah. It's good. We should, we should ask her to do a cutout and just fade out with Lizzo Juice playing in the background. <laughs> don't best, tempt me. Best line in the song. Babe, I'm not a snack at all. I'm the whole damn meal. Oh, my gosh. Oh, snap. Cheryl's, <laughs> Cheryl's where are you? <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. 
Yeah. All right. Caroline have been very, very heavily listening to that song, and like oh, at least like once a week, dude. been like referencing it to each other. It's been a joy. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. I don't know if you still feel this way about them, but like bleachers. Oh, bleachers gone now. Damn, dude. Jack almost, almost forgot about those my, Oh, people. I would never forget them. They're, that's like <laughs> if I am working in the cafe, I will put that album on. Gone Dope. now by Bleachers. Like, I got. I think a lot of people got were starting to get annoyed with it by the time I left the cafe. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I actually have a cafe shift on the 27th of this month, which I am really excited about, and I'm for sure going to be playing that album. I hope they let me be on bar, but if not, I'll be super happy to help work that line and hustle through. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. I'll be there. Woo. Everyone listening, be there. Be there. March be- 27th, 7 to noon. We're there for Mark Woo. and also the coffee. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> The coffee's also really good. Check out the coffee. Try the coffee. It's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just try it out, okay? Totally. It's great. Um, but, dude, hell yeah. So I feel like now you understand the concept of the map. This is awesome. The, I love the, the map. Table. It feels natural, and it feels right. I there feel is like, no meaning to it. I just really wanted to put a map. No, it feels, it feels you should do it for everyone, you know, because it's something. <laughs> it's something that people could touch. I'm feeling it, and it feels nice. So much potential. Evelyn was telling us about a road trip before this, which I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about, but oh, no, she's going totally. to check out the South. I'm going to check out the South. So if you guys are listening, I'll be in the South. Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana. Those are the main hit-ups. Uh, specific dates to be determined, but TBD. it's happening. But Mark, I just want to say... Thank you so much again for this taking is so the much time fun. to it's meet with me. It's been really amazing to listen to you do these from the beginning and you to grow in doing them. And this, it just feels it feels right. It feels natural. It feels oh. easy. I was pretty nervous coming into this, but Dude. I hope I didn't say anything that pisses anyone off. Dude, I'm so <laughs> mad right now. I'm not going to be able to sleep because of that. But thank you so much for meeting with me. I know you worked really hard, and I really enjoyed this whole conversation we just had. And I, I really was feeling all the words you were saying. Thank you. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Dude. No, thank, this has Hell been yeah. so cool. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Yeah. It really means a lot to me. And yeah, happy to be here. It's a great Dude. conversation, Evelyn. Hell yeah. We should talk more. Yes. <laughs> not, oh, I was... not when I'm extra sleepy over breakfast. <laughs> no, totally. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we, tried to, we tried to go to breakfast once after I did an opening shift, after I hadn't opened in a long time. And I think I said like 10 words over the entire meal. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was fine, though. Yeah. Luckily, there was breakfast included. There was breakfast. I got a little little Benny action mm. all about it. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. But but yeah, thank you again. Yeah. Um, we should definitely talk more. I was just thinking that, but I didn't want to interrupt our flow of the conversation. Definitely. Oh, I'll interrupt the crap out of it. Let's talk. Like yeah. <laughs> we're going to interrupt gonna, this conversation with a conversation. We're going to end this podcast so we can have a conversation. So <laughs> thanks, you guys, for listening. Bye. Peace.